Hello there, pro wrestling fans. It's Bobby Blaze, the anti-mime. I guess that's who I got to be this week, the anti-mime, because Jeremy the Professor Vilmer isn't going to be with us today, folks. I think he's um, hanging out with that silver scorpion again. Uh, they've been known to get in some heel trouble together every once in a while, and um, I don't know if they're traveling or out surfing or doing what scorpions do uh, maybe they're down in florida uh stinging people i don't know um who knows but uh anyway i'm here thanks for tuning in last week we appreciate it very much uh good response in the books just for everyone's information my favorite book or novel is a great gatsby by f scott fitzgerald that's that's my favorite man i read it in high school and and uh, I still go back to that every couple summers. I'll, I'll break out a copy and read that, and I really enjoy it. Um, appreciate uh, any feedback and all feedback. Um, I'm just an avid reader. I'm uh, currently reading, the, rereading The Count of Monte Cristo is what I'm rereading. Uh, forgot to mention that. I started that uh, last Tuesday, I think it was, when the power went out, and I had it on my Kindle from a while back, and um, read it for a couple of days until the power went out at Kindle. Um, I did sit out in my car some in the sunlight, uh, in the snow, and um, the same thing um, that I'm doing today, I had to do last week, is uh, copping a little Wi-Fi feel, if you know what I mean, man, because my Wi-Fi is still not on. The um, It's supposed to be on, I'll say that. Uh, when I get home, it, it, it very well could be on, I don't know. Um, but I'm just copping this Wi-Fi feel out here in the uh, the thin, crisp air of um, L.A., Lower Ashland, for those that you don't know. Um, so kind of back where I grew up at, actually, uh, once I moved back here to Kentucky from Maryland. Uh, I'm in L.A., yep, Lower Ashland. So don't be surprised if you don't hear some noise, uh, cars going by, uh, maybe some homeless people tapping on the windows, I don't know. Uh, maybe some people placing orders. You can, you're liable to hear anything in the background or here. Hell, you might hear someone from the back seat before too long if I see uh, Melanie walking by. She likes to hang out down at these parts of town. I do know that. Um, I know that from experience, believe that. Well, anyway, um, this week's topic, now that I've rambled on enough here, is... Um, I think you guys are going to enjoy this, and I'm going to enjoy doing it. Uh, it has the top mullets in pro wrestling. Mullets, yeah. Well, let me tell you about the mullet, man. I don't have any. I, I had a mullet one time uh, for a long time, and um, uh, I didn't know what it was called, the actual cut. I just knew I liked to wear my hair that way. And I was up in uh, working for Cleveland All Pro Wrestling one time. I was on about a three or four day loop for JT Lightning's uh, Cleveland All Pro. And I think the first night started off in Sandusky, Ohio. And we were in this uh, building that was a real good show, too. It was a real good loop they put together, man. Um, Sabu was on it. Ricky Morton was on it. Uh, Tracy Smothers, RIP, was on it. Uh, uh, Doug Gilbert, uh, JT, uh, Shiki, uh, uh, Bad uh, Canadian bad boy. Uh, I can't remember if they had any girls or not. But anyway, man, it was a good show. And I was out there and had to work with JT Lightning the first night. And the first night was in an old uh, theater. And so the building, um, uh, 
all the seats were, you know, just like you would in a the theater, but instead of the screen down there, they had the stage, they had the ring set up right there uh, with a couple additional ringside on the, each side. Um, anyway, it was pretty cool, and I'm in the ring, and we lock up, I don't know, start a fourth match, and a good crowd, by the way, good, good crowd back then, and uh, JT and I lock up, and I walk him slowly back towards the turnbuckle, and I push him away a little bit because the referee's calling for the break and I said he pulled my hair and when I said that some way you know that's what an old heel southern heel type move would do someone said he pulled his mullet and I looked over and I said what the fuck's a mullet and everyone popped on that and this guy said it's your haircut you got a mullet hillbilly you know and so i was like whatever i kicked the ropes you know sold it doing whatever i was doing as a heel i had my terry funk uh titty llama boots on i think i was wrestling jeans at that time in a blaze shirt well jt come over we locked up again and i said do it again i said what the fuck is a mullet he says the haircut you got dude and so we got to the turnbuckle and i said he pulled my mullet and of course the referee come over and asked jt and of course he was being a baby face that he was that time he's denied he pulled the mullet and i'm telling the referee and the fans and of course the fans are eating it up that uh that i'm up there getting my mullet pulled man I, so that's when the first time i heard about what a mullet was and uh uh, good times, man. A lot of good times out there the road. So the way I'm going to do this today is a little bit different than a top 10. Uh, I'm going to do this like a bracket, like for uh, NCAA basketball or some kind of a playoff or a tournament. And I'm going to give you uh, 12. I'm going to put six people on each side of the bracket. So if you can imagine that in a 12-man tournament here to see who had the best uh, wrestling mullet or the best mullet in professional wrestling. Um, I got distracted there. God, I'm seeing some guy throwing some kind of slob off of a sandwich or something trying to eat with a mask on. I don't even fucking know. For fuck's sakes, man. Anyway, um, you know, do you like sunsets or sunrises? Or is it a sunrise versus sunset? What kind of person are you? I don't know. Uh, I just come to mind just now because I'm out here and it's getting quite sunny out, which I appreciate and I'm glad for. Um, I used to like watching sunsets, man. I don't watch too many sunrises anymore um, during this pandemic. I've been sleeping in a little bit later. My, my sleep clock is way off, man. Going to bed later and getting up later, but um, I'll get back on track sooner or later. That's a good question to think about. Sunsets versus sunrises um and where are you at in your life you know okay so like i said we got a 12-man tournament here and um i'll give you some names that's going to be in it and then i'll then i'll tell you the lineups we got uh sean waltman the one two three kid got brad armstrong barry horowitz uh eddie guerrero bobby eaton scott hall crush adams uh brian adams there big mike awesome he had a hell of a mullet hbk uh george south he had a mullet man uh then i had um uh, ricky morton and um let's see jake roberts put jake in there he had a mullet going for a long time you know so uh anyway we got these guys in this tournament and so uh, the way i paired them up here is uh on one side of the bracket we're gonna have um Brad Armstrong versus Barry Horowitz. We're going to have Mike Awesome versus uh, uh, Crush. We're going to have HBK uh, versus, um, let's see, who are we going to have him verse here? Uh, George South. How about that? We'll match them two up together. Uh, on the other side of the brackets, we're going to have the one, two, three kid going against uh, Big Scott Hall here, Razor Ramon. 
uh, Eddie Guerrero going against Jake Roberts. And uh, I think you'll like this classic matchup, Bobby Eaton versus Ricky Morton for the best mullet on that side. So let's start off our matches. Um, I'm going to get a drink of water um, real quick here. Let me swish that around. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good stuff there. Ice cold water I had. Got another drink left in it, looks like. So, uh, first match, Brad Armstrong versus Barry Horowitz. Now, this is not a match for technicians in the ring um, or smoothness, or hell, Brad would probably win the whole thing for smoothness, man. He's one of the best ever inside and outside the ring there as far as working in and out of holes and just the smoothness flow, that Russian leg sweep float over. But we're going for mullets here, man. And Barry Horowitz, you know, trained by the great Malenko and Dean, and, and, and you know, he was a Florida, NWA Florida weight champion at one time. Uh, he was winless Jack Hart, and of course he had a good run up there in WWF and some in WCW. Um, so, and I've told a few Barry Horwood stories on here before, but I think, who do I think? I don't know. I'll come back to that one because in that same bracket, you're going to have Mike Awesome against Crush. That's going to be your second match in that bracket there. Then we'll jump over to the other side. So, uh, right off the top of my head, I'd say Brad Armstrong had a better, uh, mullet than Barry Horwood's. And as much as I liked Mike Awesome's big old headed mullet, big old head mullet bull, um, Crush might have had one of the best ever, man. Big Brian Adams. He was a big, strong cocksucker, too, let me tell you. He was a big, strong cocksucker, man, let me tell you. Uh, yeah, I know I repeated myself, and I said cocksucker, I guess because I was listening to uh, Joey Diaz's uh, podcast before I came on, and, and that's what he always says. So that's no reflection of any person on his list by any means. Um, I'm going to put my uh, – no, you know what? I'm going to put Crush over. Brian Adams, let's put him over right there. So that next matchup will be between Brad – Armstrong and um, uh, Brian Adams. Let's switch to the other side. The first match is going to be Sean Waltman versus Scott Hall. Man, oh man. Now, see, they had that matchup before, and that's how uh, X, uh, 1, 2, 3, or X-Pac, whatever, got his big break up there. He went up there, and, um, you know, he's a cannonball kid, lightning kid, uh, whatever kind of kid name they could think of for the time. But he had a hell of a mullet up there, too, man, you know, weighing about a buck fifty-five against uh, Big Scott Hall, weighing the Razor Ramon, weighing, you know, 300 pounds and, you know, six foot seven, dangerous, dangerous man. And, um, Anyway, that's your first match on that side, and your second matchup is going to be Eddie Guerrero versus Jake Roberts. Now, I would have liked to see them two work in a match uh, because of the psychology of Jake and the way Eddie can move. Um, I think they could have really, you know, put on some good matches together, uh, especially both of them in their prime, you know. So, um, think about that match. But again, we're going for mullets here. So, on the first one, I'm going to go with, um, even though Razor Ramon had that greasy hair and a toothpick and all that and a big stud look there, you know, um, I'm going to put X-Pac over one, two, three, because there's an upset to start it off right away. Sean Waltman had that hell of a mullet, man. So, he's going to go off that bracket. And next one is going to be uh, between Eddie and Jake, man, I tell you what. 
Had Eddie had a hell of a mullet, man. Now, Jake had one, but he was losing that hair on the front a little bit, and I know men bald as they get older a little bit and things like that. Uh, maybe the uh, silver scorpion knows the things about that too, or maybe he just shaves his head because he likes to, and he also likes to hang out on futons. I don't know. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm kind of missing him this week, but uh, I'm glad to be doing this podcast. I know that, and I'm glad you folks have tuned into it. Uh, I'm going to give the benefit to um, Eddie Guerrero on that, right? Right there. So your next matchup on that side is going to be uh, Sean Waltman against Eddie Guerrero. That's going to be your next matchup. Uh, so coming back to the other side again, let's pick up here uh, on the lower bracket. We'll go this this matchup is going to be HBK Sean Michaels against uh, George South. It looks like and um, uh, George had a hell of a mullet, man. Um, once again, he wore those headbands on. He wore the uh, bandanas. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give that to HBK, man. You know, a heartbreak kid out there, man, with uh, uh, sexy, sensational Sherry, you know, and uh, man, just flipping that hair back, coming down to the ring. You know, everyone knew he was over. And, uh, you know, he was a showstopper, if you will, or whatever. So let's go there. Going on the other side, we're down to this one. We got the old Midnight Express, Rock and Roll Express rivalry here. We got uh, my good friend, beautiful Bobby Eaton, putting his mullet on the line against uh, one half of the Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Morton. You know, Ricky had that hell of a mullet for all those years, man. It drove all those girls crazy. Uh, you know, if they want to fight, you better let them because they're going to go, man, because they could go. And, of course, Bobby Eaton, you know, one of the best workers ever in the business and uh, man, one of the most nicest guys you'd ever meet in a wrestling business. You never hear anyone say anything bad about Bobby. Um, and I tell you that for sure. Good dude. But I have to say this, man, we'll put Ricky over on that one. Ricky had the better mullet right there. Um, Bobby was great at sometimes, but Ricky, uh, for longevity, cause he still walk around with that damn mullet today. And, uh, hell, he has all of his hair. It looks like, I think Bobby does too, but I don't think Bobby, Wears it so much in a mullet anymore. Uh, anyway, let's go back to our brackets there. Everyone keeping up so far. So we're down to uh, Brad Armstrong versus Crush Adams and HBK. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you know what? That is right. Yeah, Brad versus Crush. Uh, I'm putting Crush over right there. Yeah, Crush. Uh, uh, sorry about that, Brad, but Crush had that, that, like, had that big uh, kahuna head thing. I don't know what it was. Uh, you know, he's part of that... Um, demolition and part of the biker gang thing and man he had to hit that mullet so i'm put crush over on that one right there uh on that side on the other side go with um one two three versus uh eddie uh sean versus eddie on that side sean waltman uh, i'm gonna give it to eddie man eddie just had that slick hair comb you know the way it combed it back when he needed to uh flipped it back grease style when he wanted to um you know just uh had that better mullet, I think, overall. Uh, Sean kind of got away from it at one time wearing a headband. Um, so, you know, let's go with Eddie there. And that's going to leave us with Crush on one side. There's a train coming, all right? I'm not down here by Folsom Prison. I'm not doing any uh, Johnny Cash for you today. Although when the power was out, uh, I did try to do some uh, songs with my brother there in the dark. Uh, old country songs we pulled up on the old AMFM radio there like we did when we as kids. We also pulled up some Dr. Demento songs, man, uh, back like when we was in high school and uh, every Sunday night the Dr. Demento show 
would come on and uh, that's the days you hope for a snow day uh, because it came on at a later hour on a Sunday and you had to stay up and they'd give you, it, you didn't even need a snow day to miss the whole day of school. You just needed an hour delay. I don't know if any of your schools where you're listening to me had had that hour delay sometimes. Well, on a Sunday night, if it snowed, you was hoping for that hour delay in the morning so you could get that extra hour of sleep that you was missing out on when you listened to the Dr. Demento show. Anyway, I think that train's about gone. And uh, let's get back to this. So we got Crush versus HBK on one side, and we got Eddie Guerrero versus Ricky Morton on the other side. Man, things are getting close down here. Now, I know, I know I'm probably not going to talk for an hour. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I'm just glad to be putting together a podcast. I hope when this is done recording, I know how to save it and ship it over to Jeremy. I don't know that. And hell, who knows what kind of shape Jeremy would be back uh, in when he gets back hanging out with that damn Silver Scorpion character, you know. Who knows? Uh, I just wish him the best. Um, hell, maybe he's loving that futon right now. I'm going, if I go down about two blocks, I know what section of uh, town I'm in right now. And I know, I know, uh, uh, Melly hangs out down in that, that section of town sometimes. Um, I just don't have anything extra on me this week, you know, with the cold and the, the conditions and everything. So I'm going to probably just uh, uh, mind my own damn business be the best thing I can do. Stay out of trouble today is what I'm going to try to do. All right, so let's go. Which side do we want to do first? Let's do uh, Crush versus HBK, Shawn Michaels. Uh, that'll be a, a good matchup right there. Um, man, you just got to give it to Shawn Michaels. That's got to be your best uh, bet right there. He had a hell of a mullet, man. He could looks like he'd go all the way in this thing. Uh, he's going to make it. We went through the semifinals. Now we were down to the final four. Looks like he's already won out of that bracket, HBK. And on the other side of our final four there, uh, Eddie Guerrero versus Ricky Morton. Well, I think that's a no-brainer, man, for longevity. We're going to go with Ricky Morton again. Uh, Ricky Morton on that side, that beautiful blonde hair, man. Um, nothing against Eddie's uh, beautiful mullet, but we're going to give this one to Ricky Morton. Um, that have been a hell of a match, too. I thought Eddie would be a hell of a match for anyone. I wrestled him twice myself, once in Pennsylvania, Erie, Pennsylvania. Uh, fucking Buffalo, I had to drive from Buffalo, uh, Penn, uh, Buffalo, New York, uh, uh, from a Sunday night. I was a, what was it? No, it was a Monday night raw flew in that day and then got to go to, had to go to Erie, Pennsylvania next morning. Um, man, it was snow on both sides of the, the highway. So high, man, it was in December. I'm like, who booked this shit? You know? And, um, I got to the building and had to wrestle Eddie Guerrero and, uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, um, uh, when Van Halen performed there, there was a lot of snow, and David Lee Roth and one of the road um, uh, agents, uh, uh, not uh, roadies rather, they skied, man. They skied uh, uh, through the town there. I read his book, and uh, David Lee Roth, when he went to this little pub, and it was just him and the roadie and a chick sitting at the bar, and... Um, the guy started talking to her, and she he said, what's your favorite song? And she said, like, B-125. And um, he looked over at that lady, and he said, right down there is Mr. B-25. And she looked over, saw Diamond Dave sitting down at the bar having him a beer, and uh, they played that song. It was just a gigolo. 
And that night, uh, David Lee Roth had sent tickets for her and her, I guess her old man and, and whoever else. And uh, she got like front row to a Van Halen concert for just having a drink in the middle of the day there in Erie, Pennsylvania. When I got there, by God, it was nothing but snow. And, and I went right to the building and I wrestled Eddie Guerrero and uh, it was a really good match. People thought I was going to win. Hell, I thought I was going to win. I just stayed on them and stayed on them and stayed on them until the finish. But the finish, you know, was a frog splash. So I didn't win, you know. Well, pin me, pay me. What am I going to say? Oh, yeah, I know what I'm going to say right there. If you're listening to this program for a long time or if you're a first-time listener, um, you know, I got a couple books I wrote. And I'm real proud of them. And I'm working on a third one. I'm taking my time. Uh, but pin me, pay me, have boostful travel. If you go to tinyurl.com slash blazebook1, it'll take you right to that link where you can purchase that book. My second book, I kicked out on two, The Educational Wrestler, is available at uh, tinyurl.com slash blazebook2. And that way the show gets a little bit of a kickback off of the purchase of those books. Um, if you're an Amazon member, uh, you Prime member, you get free shipping, of course. Uh, all my books are available on Prime. I've got a I've got a naughty book on there. It's X-rated. And I've got a Christmas story on there, a short story about Christmas, my best Christmas ever. And then I've got... Um, uh, Yard Time, which is also inside of uh, I Kicked Out on Two as a short story. So you can buy those for like $2.99 or just little e-books. But go down there and visit the site, man. Uh, appreciate that very much. All right, let's get back to our main event over here, man. So it looks like um, uh, Brad Armstreet, Barry, beat Hoy Barry Horowitz, Mike Awesome uh, got beat by Crush, HBK beat George South. Then Brad... Uh, Beat, uh, got beat by Crush, rather, and uh, HBK, uh, hell, he, he beat someone, uh, George South, I guess it was, and on the other side of it, we've got um, uh, Sean Waltman beat uh, Scott Hall, Eddie Guerrero beat Jake Roberts, and Bobby Eaton was, uh, I think, upset a little bit by um, Ricky Morton there, so uh, anyway, we're down to, uh, on that side, we've got two people going at it, folks, um, the main event down to the you know the the uh, championship match here of the best mullets in pro wrestling of all time. Uh, we got the HBK. I'm busy. I'm busy. I don't know what time it is. See what I told you? I told you homeless people come up to you. I hate to be hateful, but I'm busy right now. They done it the other day. They peck on your windows and stuff, and I usually will give them a couple of dollars, man, but I'm busy right now, and I'm not trying to be an asshole. I don't know how to talk to people, but if you'd have seen this guy, I've seen him before, and I know he's not in need of anything. So he's what a worker is. You know, he's out there working. He's not homeless. So don't feel sorry or think I'm a prick or an asshole because uh, if the right situation was there, I'd hand him a dollar or two. But uh, 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 he wasn't wanting to know what fucking time he was. He was sitting there holding his hand up and had a watch on it. Uh, so I saw it. He's drinking a cold bottle of water, it looked like, and had a damn watch on. You know, don't, don't work a worker, man. Come on. Anyway, we're up to the championship match. It's uh, Ricky Morton versus HBK. All right. Write in and let me know if I get it right or if I get it wrong. Um, hit me up at uh, BobbyBlaze744 on Twitter. That's my only social media. If the Scorpion hasn't taken over Jeremy's account, he's at the Geekish Cast on Twitter. We've got a joint account that Jeremy runs, and it's Bell to Bell Blaze on Twitter. 
and uh, he has that also on Facebook, so uh, hit him up there wherever you want. Um, I do support the uh, Twitter account, but and add to it sometimes. I just don't control it. I'm just very lucky to run my own Twitter account, you know. But so if I get this right or wrong, let me know. Or if you thought someone else should have been a champion of this, let me know that too. Uh, once again, I appreciate you tuning in to the uh, podcast, the Bell to Bell with Bobby Blaze podcast. And I'm going to say this right now. You're a champion of the top well, we had started with 12, uh, so uh, we always do a top 10, and this is going to be, you know, just basically top mullets in professional wrestling, and it goes to Punky. That's right, Ricky Morton, baby, one half the Rock and Roll Express. He upsets the HBK for the best mullet in professional wrestling. Ricky Morton, man, hats off to you. That way we can see your mullet, man. Now, let me think here for a second. Uh, that, that guy got me off, tried to get me off track there, but you know what? It's my program, and uh, you can take these 12 guys here, and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm throwing in the Freebird rule. It's, it's my program. I'm throwing in the Freebird rule. The best mullet in professional wrestling, Bobby Blaze, baby. I'm throwing in free, but I had a great mullet, man. I told you, man. People in people in Cleveland, Ohio, was uh, they was getting on, you know, get on my side. I say he's up there pulling my mullet and stuff, you know. And so, uh, but you know what? All right, I gotta confess, I'm more modest than that. I've seen videos when I'm in WCW and pictures from my Smoky Mountain and stuff. And yeah, I had, I got blessed hair. Believe me, I've been blessed to have my head of hair my whole life. And, and uh, boy, I had them golden, uh, long, blonde locks at one time. But I'm too modest to, to accept this award, uh, award as the best mullet professional wrestling. Um, but I tell you, um, y'all are probably thinking, well, there's someone else out there. And um, well, I'll just say this. Ricky Morton won the tournament. And I could easily say I've got a good mullet or had a good mullet. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell you. There's only one person that's perfect, and that's Mr. Perfect. Curry Henning had the best mall in professional wrestling. He comes in for the freeboard rule right there. I'm giving that to him. Man, oh, man. That's Now you got 14 people on that list uh, that we started off with 12, so you can add me and add uh, Mr. Mr. Perfect, uh, Curry Henning, uh, for the best mall in professional wrestling. And I'm going to tell you, uh, the night I tried out for the uh, uh, WCW in Charlotte, North Carolina, that was um, the night after uh, Perfect uh, busted um, uh, Ric Flair in a cage, I think, and um, was going to join the Horsemen. And uh, anyway, I had already had my dark match, and I was sitting up there, uh, you know, uh, doing my thing. I had to go to the back and do some business and stuff. There was three dark matches, and then I had to do some business with uh, a couple of the road agents, uh, Jimmy Hart, Terry Taylor, Arn and some other guys that had a real nice talk with Dean Malenko at night because he had been there for a while about the contract I was getting ready to sign and all that stuff. Uh, some of the lawyers, you know, it's just basic stuff you do. Uh, it, like I said, it's kind of a clusterfuck anyway. But the point of my story was, and I'm grateful I had a job there. Well, they offered me a job that night. Uh, I was out there standing uh, by the entrances, though, and, uh, man, the light shined down, and they played Flair's music, and Kerr Henning had his back to the audience, and he had it up in that, I don't know if it was in the ponytail or not, but he, would, he, had, he had Flair's robe on, and people thought it was me back home. They would, you know, next day, when I got back home, and, you know, people was like, we saw you on Nitro, we thought that was you, man. It was Kerr Henning had his back to the camera, and he had that beautiful uh, mullet going, 
and people that knew I was in Charlotte, of course, they were watching TV at night. They didn't know that I was on a dark match. I didn't know what I was. I knew I was going for a tryout, but I certainly wasn't going as a main event um, as Mr. Perfect, you know, joined a horseman. That had been a that had been a great blessing right there to, to be able to do that. But nonetheless, man, a lot of people thought that was me at first that knew all the people at the gyms I was working out and stuff. They said, man, I thought that was you at first when they showed it. And of course, you turned around, it was Kurt Henning. And I think they started her feud from there. So I just wanted to tell you a little tidbit of, of knowledge. Um, okay, so it looks like, um, once again, my battery's getting kind of low. I want to thank you again for tuning in. Um, you know, I appreciate y'all working with us this month. Uh, there's been no delay so far, so hopefully this will come out on time as well. Uh, I'm going to try to track down Jeremy, uh, either via the, the Silver Scorpion or, or through uh, whatever means I can, and see if he'll, um, you know, try to do something with this, edit it some or whatever, and get it up on... Um, up on the uh, bell to bell page there you know you can find us on itunes spotify uh, uh anchor just about anywhere you find a podcast hell you found it here didn't you the best thing i can ask you to do and i mean it sincerely is please share with a friend share it and retweet it on twitter share it on your facebook with your friends when well, we'd like to get some more listeners and get us out there and I think we got a pretty good podcast and i hope we keep you entertained sometimes maybe make you laugh i don't know um anyway listen take care of each other out there be safe we're gonna be heading into march it'll be windy probably um beware the eyes of march you know and um anyway you all take care and i'm gonna try to record this thing and get it sent out and uh, see what happens all right man so long so for the late tex johnson the very missing jeremy vilmer the professor and who knows where the silver scorpion i'm bobby blaze and i'm signing off for this thing right now